The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. The story of the Magi is, is an icon. When I say icon, I mean it in the, the full sense of the word, that it's an image, it's a window into salvation history. It encapsulates salvation history. So I'm just going to go through the different figures, the major figures in the story and show the parallels in in salvation history. So first we have the Magi, of course, and they represent, they are the best of what it means to be a Gentile. They were searching for God using the means available to them. They had science, religion, they were following the stars, following the book of creation, and they were giving their honest search, and their honest, full-hearted search uh, leads them to Jerusalem. And so creation, the book of creation, takes them so far, but they get to Jerusalem, and in their humility, they recognize that the stars can't take them all the way. They have to ask for help. And so they ask for the Jewish leaders for help and assistance. And so the Jews, the Jewish leaders, through Scripture, through Revelation, are able to tell them, tell the Magi, where the Messiah is to be born. So already they have to make a, an act of faith in Revelation in order to make that final step to find Christ. They've already assented to the old law through the Jewish leaders. And by making that act of faith, they're able to get to Bethlehem. And there they find Jesus with his mother. Second figure is, is Herod. And he represents, he is the worst of of what it means to be a Gentile. He was a Gentile. He wasn't a Jew. He bought his kingship uh, from the Romans, and he was an imposter. He was 
He was an imposter king. And so when he hears about this new king being born, he's afraid. He's afraid of what he's going to lose because he has tried to claim happiness. He's tried to claim uh, divinity, basically, for himself. And so he's afraid when he hears about Jesus. And he is so afraid that he even tries to kill Jesus. And he kills the holy innocents. He kills all the children under two years old in Bethlehem in order to try to protect uh, what he holds most dear. Then the third figure is easy to look over, but it's the people of Jerusalem. It says that when Herod heard, he was afraid, and all the people of Jerusalem with him. Well, there's obviously different reasons that they could be afraid. Part of it is because they're afraid of Herod, and they're afraid of what Herod is going to do because he's heard about this new king. And so how do they respond? Well, it doesn't say how they respond. It we know they didn't go to Bethlehem. We know they didn't try and find Jesus. They just continued on with the status quo. And so that's one of the ways that we can respond to word of the Messiah is just to do nothing, to continue on because we're afraid of what will happen if we try and, and find the Messiah, that Jesus may ask something from us, that it may bring us in conflict with Herod, and Herod in the, in the broad sense that um, by following Christ, there's going to be persecution. The extreme of that, of course, is the martyrs, that there are people who die for their faith, that by following Christ, it brings them into conflict with others, and those others are willing to kill them, to keep them from following Christ. But it can also be in more subtle ways that we could not follow Jesus because you know, there are certain teachings in the church, and maybe we just keep ourselves at a distance from those teachings. Well, there's this Messiah, there's these teachings that I've heard about. Jesus teaches us something about contraception. He teaches us something about hell. He teaches us something about, uh, about relationships with others. He teaches us something about our sexuality, but I'm going to keep him at a distance because I know if I go down that road to Bethlehem, he's going to ask me something that I don't want to do. And so I'm just going to stay here in Jerusalem and mind my own business. The fourth is kind of a, a continuation of the third, but more specific, that we look at the, the scribes and the chief priests, and they are stubborn Israel. They have the law, they know the law and the prophets, and they know what God has revealed to them, and yet when they hear the Magi say, we've seen the star of the king, uh, we know he's been born. We just need to know where. And they say, well, he's been born. He's going to be born in Bethlehem. So they know it. And yet, they don't want to go down that road because they already have this relationship with God where God is, has revealed to them a law, revealed to them a way of living, but he's still distant. They want to keep God at a distance because even though the law, there's a lot of laws, there's, there's comfort in knowing all I have to do is follow this set of rules and I'm safe. Whereas if I walk down that road to Bethlehem, there's a person there and he's going to ask something of me. I have to have a relationship with him. I'm going to have to give my life to this person. And that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. It might, we, we 
idealize it and make it sound like it's an easy thing to do, but when we actually do give our lives to Christ and we do realize the demands that he makes of us, of course he says you know, that I'll return it 30-fold, you know, 60-fold, 100-fold, but we still have to give him our life. And it takes faith in order to believe that he's actually going to give our life back 30, 60, 100-fold. Lastly, most importantly, we have Mary. When they get, when the Magi get to Bethlehem, they find Mary with the child Jesus. And Mary is the best of Israel. She is the new Israel. She's the perfect bride of God. She is the one who fully accepts God's will and so receives the Messiah into her. And then she presents him to the world. And it's through Mary that we receive Christ. It's through Israel that God gives himself to the whole world. And that's what we're called to be. The church is the new Israel. It's Mary. Mary is the church. Church is Mary, but uh, church is also the body of Christ. We are supposed to, we are supposed to bring Christ to the world. Um, we present him to those around us, through our words and actions, through a faithful way of life. And so when we're honest with ourselves, we realize that we're all of these things, that we're at our best, we're Mary, but <laughs> we're not always at our best. Sometimes we're the Magi and we're searching, searching faithfully, but for some reason we still haven't found what God has already given to us. And then also at our worst, we can persecute those who are, are trying to teach the truth of Christ. We can even persecute Christ with our disobedience, with lies, with cheating, with our sins. We persecute, persecute Christ. And so the goal, of course, is to be like Mary, to accept the word, to accept God into our lives, and then to present him to the world. And so just encourage you this year, take up the rosary, it's our weapon. It's, our, it's, it's an incredible weapon. It brings us closer to Mary and through Mary, closer to Christ, so that we are able to bring Christ to the world. God bless.